Akin Wumi Adesina told his audience that Africa should no longer be seen as a museum of poverty, rather a continent that will be driving global growth going forward. If you're looking for where to be, that's the place to be. Because of the population, because of the rising consumer demand, and just because of the sheer size of what the African economy will look like with the continental free trade area that brings together economies worth $3.3 trillion, who wouldn't be excited about that? Two-way trade between Africa and the United States stood at $39 billion in 2017. Between Africa and China, that number rises to a whopping $204 billion in 2018, with calls for a rethink in the world's largest economy. I would like you know, everyone to look at Africa with a different lens, you know, different lenses, not from the lenses of development. Africa, of course, like every part of the world, still needs to have a lot of development challenges. But when I look at what we have, 65% of all the agricultural land, arable land, left to feed 9 billion people in the world by 2030, of 2050. It's not in the United States. It's not in Europe. It's not in Latin America or Asia. It's in Africa. What Africa does without agriculture is going to determine the future of food right, in the world. And so the key is to look at Africa as a place, as an investment destination, not necessarily as a development destination. He explained that there was a lot of scope for investment in regional connectivity infrastructure development, particularly to give support to the African continental free trade area in ICT and international services. But it's agriculture that he argues should be a powerhouse sector throughout the continent. The bank itself has invested $24 billion over 10 years in business-minded agriculture development. Africa is not tapping its agriculture at all. I don't think it is. Um, you know, if you take a look at Netherlands, what does Netherlands have? Netherlands has agriculture. Look at them, they are a global powerhouse in the world. You know, when it comes to agriculture, for far too long we've been looking at agriculture as a way of life. We all came from rural areas. We look at it as some kind of development social sector. I'm sorry, it's not. Agriculture is a business. By the year 2030 on the continent, the size of the food and agricultural business is going to be worth a whopping $1 trillion. So if we're going to take people, millions of them out of poverty, we've got to turn agriculture into a mega sector that works for everybody. He called Nigeria and South Africa two critical powerhouses on the continent that have lagged in growth due to structural and other impediments that need reliable and stable electricity as a basis to grow. With the bank a major investor in ESCOM, we asked President Adesina about its unbundling. That's a comments decision. I can only speak from the perspective of lessons from other parts of the world. I think parts of the world also shows that monopolies are not efficient. You know, monopolies also cost a lot of money. It's difficult politically, obviously, because of the issues that have to be done. But I think what the government is doing is the right thing in unbundling the power generation, the power transmission, and the power distribution. You get more efficient individual entities. At the end of the day, when it looks to tariffs that have to, you know, people talk about, you know, whether tariffs will go up. Sometimes the higher tariffs is simply an indication of transfer of inefficiency costs on customers. He expressed confidence in the changes underway at the utility and for leadership of the country to pull a Tiger Woods-type turnaround moving forward. I'm Sherman Bryce-Pease in New York.